0: Wine Coven, we have another special announcement. You swooped in and bought all of the tickets to the Gramercy Theater Show. That show is sold out. Sold out. Bye-bye. So, we have a second live show in New York City in case you miss your chance at tickets.
1: That's right. We've added a second show. It's going to be at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York on Sunday, July 9th. That happens to be my mom's birthday. Ooh. Oh, she will not be in attendance, but oh, at least I have an extra She's got better things to do. She's got better <laughs> things to, you, to do, but you don't. So you should be at the Bell House on Sunday, July 9th with us. The show starts at 7.30 p.m eastern get your tickets now at wine and once again tickets are going really quick so get yours today don't hesitate it will definitely sell out
2: we love the bell house we're so excited we will see you on july 9th in brooklyn see you then
1: you are listening to wine and crime the podcast where three friends chug wine chat true crime and unleash their worst minnesotan accents Took mm. a rip of my wani right
0: when you started the internet.
1: Oops. <laughs> I moved my chair up for John. Classic. Oh and uh, uh, John uh, my microphone was John. Not adjusted. <laughs> yeah, is this better, John? Yeah, John. Okay. I um, love John. It probably is better. Thank you, John. It probably is a lot better. Okay, I'm Kenyon.
2: <laughs> I'm Lucy. I'm Amanda.
1: <laughs> and we have a very special fan pick this week brought to you by Kayla. Kayla has selected the topic of skateboarding crimes. Ugh. Amanda's not feeling it. I
0: hate it. Get <laughs> <laughs> me on my knees, Kayla.
1: <laughs> That's because it. I t- swooped in and... T- Selected the fan pick case right away. And there's, like, nothing good out there, nothing
0: else juicy that exists, basically, except this case, because, like, the only other prolific crime in skateboarding is, like, drugs and trespassing, and nobody
1: cares about either of those things. (laughs) There's some sad, like, dead people found at skate parks. Sure. I went in a
0: very... Unique direction. Teratomas? Um, No, I kept it within the topic. Mm -hmm. But. uh, Unlike some? uh, Unlike some people have in the (laughs) past. (laughs) I made a choice. I took a more unimpressed approach to my segment this week than a standard wide and crime approach. Okay. Okay. So right. I'm going to get good and soft Get off up. my lawn. I am definitely going <laughs> to nimby the shit out of this particular <laughs> subculture.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Trespassing. It's
2: great. Well, well, before we
1: get to it, Kayla, our fan picker, wants to dedicate skateboarding crimes this episode to her boyfriend, Andy. Oh, so it's his fault. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if one or both of them is a skateboarder or this one is totally at random. I
0: did get a kick out of all of the warnings that I read about not trying to learn how to skateboard over the age of, like, 25 and how dangerous it is <laughs> if you're an adult, like, yeah. wanting to get into skateboarding. I was like, first of all, nothing to worry about here, internet. Yeah. Clearly you are not using the algorithm to figure out what I'm trying to
2: find. It's <laughs> like when people are super confident that they can just all of a sudden do a backflip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's like you need to learn that when your bones are still
2: rubber, Malleable. Or yeah. just like, like practice it. I don't know how you practice a backflip, but just like, oh, I understand how it works. It's like on I'm the just office. I'm just going to do it. When Creed's, when
0: Creed's New Year's resolution is to do one perfect, glorious, summer not somersault, <laughs> cartwheel, cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> and then he quote, unquote, does it, nails <laughs> it on the first try.
1: <laughs> that would be me That's how my cartwheels are.
2: Uh-huh. Always. I can't yep, do a great. cartwheel. They're always a round off. Mm-hmm. Muscle memory. I can't, do, I can't do like landing one foot and then the other. Mm-hmm. It's always just boom, sticking it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want
0: to back up. You can do a round off? Yeah.
1: Ish. I, it's not... Perfect. Prove it. Get up and fucking prove it, <laughs> do it right now. Do it in your office right now. Right the fuck no now. room. Although <laughs> oh, I Oh, how
0: convenient.
1: When I- How
0: convenient.
2: I woke up this morning and saw our group text about grapevine versus karaoke. Yeah, ew. What the fuck is Explain karaoke? for the listeners. It's the move that you do, while well, Courtney Blortney prefaced it, uh, during gym class, but right. <laughs> so you can- do- Whatever, it's a, like a dance move. It's a Dance move. You cross one foot over the other, like in front of, and then behind, and then you you swiggle sideways. Yeah, swiggle. Yeah, and yeah. some people call apparently call it karaokeing.
0: Ridiculous.
2: So that's karaoke. It's karaoke. It's grapevining. It's grapevine. Always. I know. It doesn't make sense. So I saw that Get text when I woke house. up, and the first fucking thing I did this morning was leap out of bed, do that across my bedroom, and go, <laughs> Corey, what? What do you call this? And he was like, <laughs> what "The fuck are you doing?"
0: Don't ask questions; just answer just my answer. question. What do you I call know. this?
2: He's like still sleep
0: bleary. Like,
2: why are you <laughs> what, what?
0: seven thirty in the morning? <laughs> He's got
1: crust in his eyes. Yeah,
2: where have I like taking it? off his
1: CPAP? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much one drool. Bob still connected. <laughs>
2: oh, well, what, do, what do you call this? I did it like six times. What did he, he say? Wasn't watching.
1: He said I forgot what that's called, but we Get did it Corey. in football practice.
2: Oh!
1: What? I had to prompt Kenny. I was like, "Is it called grapevine?" And he goes, "No." And I go, "Is it called karaoke?" And he was like, Ew. "Yeah, that's what I called it." And I was like, no. "God damn it, no, Kenny! Absolutely no. not."
2: Mm-mm. That's disgusting. Anyway.
1: All right. Moving on. We're that's the need end of the some... episode. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> We're going to need some booze to wash away the the memories. Yeah. Of. Yeah. I feel you. I started
0: pre-lubing, but um, I can pick it up. Yeah. I can pick it up before we left off. So our fan picker had requested a dirt bag beer, like some cheap Mm-hmm. shitty beer. I got Bush Light downstairs. Kind of, yeah. I think one of the recommendations may have even been
1: Bush Light specifically. Shit. Mm. But I got room temp year old cans of Bush Light in my pantry. Oh. <laughs> what? Pull it out of like a tattered
2: backpack and it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> yeah, okay. So Kenyon has the
0: recommended pairing. (laughs) I straight up was like, oh, that's a cute recommendation.
1: No. (laughs) No. 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 I like my life too much. Yep. Bye-bye. Although I'm having such a good day. Yeah. If it was,
0: I don't know, hard Mountain Dew, then maybe we could talk, but. Sorry, can't do it. But I did have a great beer in my fridge that I'm just going to go ahead and drink today. It is from a brewery called War Pigs.
2: Yeah, very badass grape grape beer.
0: A great beer, grapevine karaoke beer. Mm. I am drinking the War Pigs Nemesis Divina. Oh, I think that that is quite fitting. I think so too. It's got the like really intense. Art that you can often see on the bottom of a skateboard. Mm -hmm. The board. The board. It's not like. The deck. Excuse me. The deck. The deck. The underside of the deck. (laughs) (laughs) This reads, temptress of my dreams, fallen angel, come to me. We'll ascend
1: the plane to eternity as friend and foe. That actually fits the fan pick case exceedingly well. And we'll get to it. Great. There you go. This is a dry hop porter with aromas
0: of rich dark chocolate that intermingle with a little bit of a citrus and tropical hop balance. Mm. It's dry hopped, so you are gonna get a little bit of that like bitterness. It's fifty four IBU. I haven't dry hopped in a long time. Ages. Ages. (laughs) Love dry hopping. Dry hopping was so fun. (laughs) So cool in two (laughs) thousand four. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've dry hopped since, like, 2006, (laughs) I would say. Yeah. Maybe 2007. Maybe, That's about the last era of my dry hopping. Yeah, Yeah.
1: because once you start wet hopping.
0: Well, I was wet wet hopping hopping before. (laughs) I was wet hopping before, but I think I just was around. I, like, had roommates around all the time. Mm -hmm. Once wet hopping is the norm, (laughs) Once you have your yeah. own space, you can more freely wet hop when yeah. you're kind of sharing space or have thin walls. then it's hard walls. to stop
1: at the dry hopping. Correct. And then the, you just kind of skip
0: it altogether. The dry hop mm. no longer satisfies. Now I just don't have time. Can we just
2: no get, to,
1: get to the I'm point here? i very, very rarely hippity hop these I'm days. exhausted.
2: <laughs> anyway. I'm counting um, down the minutes till I can take it my app. Pretty much.
0: (laughs) This is medium bodied. It's a medium bodied porter. It has like a nice rich malt character, which yields to a smooth, dry chocolatey finish. And I think it's going to be delicious. So that's what I'm drinking today. Great. What are y'all drinking?
1: I'm drinking some of our rosé. Thanks. Ah! I love it. Oh, it's so pretty. The gal's rosé. It's so pretty, and I just felt like treating myself. It's so cute, and it's finally summertime. And it's hot out. I was just out with Sonia. She got sweaty in the stroller. We were oh, walking. Cute. And uh And yeah, so I wanted to have some rosé, so I'm going to pop it open with my iridescent wine key, which Great. is the merch that we push the most often, just because yeah, it's so because we always have it. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're prepping your wine... I will
0: crack this beer. Here we go.
1: Ooh. Wow. wow. Nice Oh, yeah. Crack. Nice crack. That was a good crack. Ooh, it almost has like a. That sounded like a sound effect, even though I know it's
0: not. Mm-hmm. No, it was real. It almost has like a coffee. You know, like the crema on, on a fresh mm-hmm. uh, shot of espresso?
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: almost the foam of this <laughs> almost looks <laughs> like that.
1: Mm.
0: Crema. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. Did dry I? hop crema. Uh-oh. <laughs>
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's tasty.
0: <laughs> Oops, I dry hop crema. Ooh. <laughs> you're not supposed to crema your when crema. you're dry hopping. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in your pants with that crema. Oh,
2: hey. you did it. Cheers, did everyone. It. Cheers. Nice pop.
1: Cheers. Oh yeah.
2: And I'm just really thirsty, so I just have ice water.
1: Get it. Oh. Well,
0: we are also recording at, like, 2 in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. 3.22. I can have this rosé. Yeah, you're
0: fine. You're fine. I have, like, a prescription to pick up after this. Well, yep. <laughs> yep.
1: <yeah. laughs> Don't to go ride get your it.
0: scooter. <laughs> oh, I always ride my scooter and I oh, when it's nice, and I always use it in the drive-thru at the pharmacy <laughs> on my little scooter. They love it.
1: Hello, mental health me, please. Hi, yes, I yes, I am here for my LexaPro. How did you
2: know? I like that that meme that's like, where in the world is my fucking serotonin? Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's me.
1: Okay. Alright. Well, Lucy, what is our background and maybe psych for skateboarding crimes? There's no maybe. fucking psych.
2: Here. No
1: psych. All right. Bad
2: deal with it. Okay. Okay. Skateboarding is a form of recreation and sport popular among utes, which, in which a person <laughs> rides standing balanced on a small board mounted on wheels. Wheels. The first commercial skateboards appeared in 1959, but crude homemade versions of skateboards often consisting of nothing more than old roller skate wheels attached
1: to a board mm-hmm. were all uh, uh, what's it called? The movie. Back to the Future. We'll get oh. to Back to the Future. We'll get there. Oh,
2: okay, we'll get to it. So they were first built around the turn of the 20th century. So they've been around for a minute. Some of them would have a crate attached to the front vertically to act as handlebars. So skateboards basically started out as scooters. And here's a quote from the Museum of Play. In the 1940s and 50s, crate scooters made popular sidewalk vehicles. Most of them were handmade. They were relatively inexpensive and simple for kids to construct themselves by using a milk crate or wooden fruit box and metal mm. roller skate wheels attached to a wooden two by four. Two before.
0: Two before. As
2: my uh, <laughs> geology professor always said. Call it two befores? No Two befores. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying. He had a that huge is. nose that yeah. had like purple veins in it. Oh, yeah. Like a big old gin nose.
0: Yeah. Ooh, gin blossoms.
2: <laughs> yeah. Two befores. Two I, befores. Liked two befores. <laughs> I liked him. I liked him. Eventually, kids started removing the crate handlebars and just riding the board with wheels a la the, that skateboard scene in Back to the Future mm-hmm. when Marty's like running away from. Biff and his goons and he, Great grabs, chase scene. he grabs the kids' crate scooters and yeah. rips off the crate and then like skateboards away. Mm-hmm. So good. There's a picture of that scene on the drive, which will be on the blog. The toy industry, which was bolstered by the post-war economic boom, took notice of this fad in 1959 and Roller Derby, which is like the, the toy brand, released the first official skateboard. Hmm. In the early nineteen sixties, skateboard manufacturers such as Makaha. Mm-hmm. I Googled it. I'm not a hundred percent sure that's how you say it. Okay. Right. Also Hobie as in like the the sale the sailboat Hobie Cat. manufacturer.
1: hmm Okay. Bill Hobie? No. <gasps> I'm gonna start calling him Hobie. <laughs> He'll love it. He'll he will love just it. love that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he
0: will. He really will.
2: He'll hate it, but he'll never let on that he hates it. No, nope. no. He'll, he'll be, be too nice to say it, anything yeah. about it. Fifty he'll years suffer from now, silently. at yep. his funeral, you'll be talking about Hobie,
1: my dearest Hobie.
0: <laughs> my, I always called him Hobie, and he, and he loved, loved it. it so much.
2: <laughs> Sits up from the casket.
1: <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's our special thing. It's always been our thing.
2: Shh, 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 lie down, Hobie, lie down. (laughs) I
0: love pushing back down into the box.
2: (laughs) It's just rigor mortis. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have this whole scene happening in my head. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Okay, so those two companies attempted to capitalize on the rising popularity of surfing by promoting skateboarding as a recreation, which was then known as sidewalk surfing, as an (laughs) alternative to... Surfing when one did not have access to actual waves. Aha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Skateboards took off mainly in Hawaii and California where there was already an established surfer culture. Also a little bit on the East Coast, but definitely not like in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Larry Stevenson, publisher of Surf Guide magazine, promoted it in his monthly issue. Boards were designed at the time to look like little surfboards. They were thinner on the fronts and on the backs. Mm. Cute. So they weren't necessarily their own recreation Culture. yet. It was just a, a
1: offshoot of surfing. Very mm-hmm. intermingled mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. by the, like, the 80s in my case. Mm-hmm. In
2: 1963, Stevenson made the first professional skateboards using the Makaha brand and organized the first known skateboarding contest in California. Oh. So, up until this point, the wheels had been made out of metal, which is real dangerous. Hmm. In 1963, manufacturers started using clay composite wheels. This improvement didn't necessarily mean that the sport was safer, but it was, like, easier to maneuver, I guess. so. You weren't dealing with, like, metal shavings and shit.
1: Okay, so the metal wheels were dangerous because they could, like, get cut up and jagged? Or they could, like, pierce the skin if they, like, hit you wrong? Yeah, but also just, like, riding on any
2: kind of surface with just metal wheels. Sometimes they didn't even have, like, bearings in them. Mm. It just wasn't – you couldn't control it very well. Mm -hmm. Um, So this improvement didn't necessarily mean that the sport was safer. A lot of people skated without shoes because, again, it's like kind of the surfer Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And shoes at the time – I mean, think of like like turn-of-the-century shoes and like 50s shoes. You had like solid material soles. They didn't have like rubber soles yet, not like the good rubber soles. So skating barefoot was probably easier. What did people have? Like Converse, if that? Not yet. Mm. We'll get to mm-hmm. it. Oh. So it was, just, it was before like all that stuff. Oh. So people skating without shoes and the official skateboarding competitions involved a portion of like slalom style downhill racing. Oh, mm. my God. Okay. It just seemed really not safe. <laughs> By the end of nineteen sixty five, the high number of hospitalizations due to skateboarding led to the sport being outlawed in several cities.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing.
2: Parents were discouraged from buying skateboards and stores were urged to stop selling them. So like the whole also, industry. It's not kinda... like anybody
1: had helmets. Mm-mm. Not yet. They were just out there, just raw dogging the sidewalk. Yep. <laughs>
2: and the sidewalks Seriously. themselves probably weren't, you know, half the time it was probably like fucking gravel. Just, I like, remember not-
0: Being at a movie at or not movie, a bowling alley, Eden Prairie Lanes, Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. and I know it well. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: and this I was there (laughs) with this kid, and I mean we were I was there with a bunch of kids. This had to have been like eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, and we finished bowling early, and he wanted to skateboard uh, and on the sidewalk, and uh, you were feeling it, and well, I mean I didn't like have a crush on him or anything, but I was like, fine, never... And he did, and he fell, and he fucking broke his arm, like, to the point where bone was sticking out of his skin. Who was it? Who was it? His name was Blob. I don't remember what his last (laughs) name
2: was. (laughs) Ah, yes, Blob. Got it. Hmm. Blob. You hung out with a lot
0: of kids from different schools. I did, but he did go to our our school, as far as I remember. But anyway, we had to call, like, an ambulance, because none of our parents were there, and we're, like... 13 and had like no idea what we were doing <laughs> anyway skateboarding stupid r.i.p blob i'm sure he's fine i don't know That's why an RIP. i think he's probably R.I.P.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he got it's a met horrible, horrible infection in I, in and you guys
0: he died i mean i probably shouldn't say that because i don't Somebody i have died. no idea he could very well be dead and i would have no idea
2: <laughs> well anyway maybe next. do a little light facebooking <laughs>
0: Good good anecdote. Please take the camera
2: off me now. (laughs) He might be dead. I don't know. I mean, I don't fucking For good measure, R.I.P. Okay. (laughs) For all I know. (laughs) He's He's either resting or thriving in peace. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So for this and obviously many more reasons, skateboarding was basically seen as a public health hazard. But... Has that ever worked to discourage young people from doing something? No. And I was going to take off like gangbusters. Yep. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why the kind of subculture started evolving around this time. Mm-hmm. Also, in the early 1970s, Vans created the skateboarding shoe, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So this was the kind of shoe that I was referring to. It had a latex sole with like a waffle texture, making it sticky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like flat at the bottom, but like chunky and heavy. Right. I wouldn't say they're chunky and heavy. They're flat on the bottom. They have that waffle texture, so there's more of a grip to it. They also have a lower profile, so you get, like, a full range of ankle motion. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm. They're just really... But there's not, like, an arch. Correct. Right.
2: Yep. So it's perfect for riding a skateboard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, in the early 70s, Larry Stevenson added his patented kick tail to the end of his board, so the lip that goes up on one or both ends of the board... Mm-hmm. So that made it easier to control and also to like do tricks with it.
1: And, like flip it up and hold it and look
2: cool, look badass. Yeah, look sure. like Bart Simpson. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also the polyurethane wheel came onto the scene thanks to a guy named Frank Nasworthy. And this allowed for skateboards to actually turn without sliding. Well, well, well. So you can do a lot more with skateboards and, and, and they were safer. So these innovations breathed new life into skateboarding and completely revolutionized the industry. In 1976, the first skate park was built in Florida, oh. complete with sloped and banked surfaces that were meant to resemble empty swimming pools, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of these skaters like got started. skaters were were doing stuff and then that skating like dropping in and all that stuff that's known as vertical
1: skating. Vert skating. We'll vert get to skating.
2: it. Excellent. I think the opposite of that basically is like street skating,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which I liken to parkour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parkour, parkour. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have the spread of skateboarding to Europe, specifically Munich. We have the invention of the Ollie Maneuver, which was like the first like trick. Also videography and the popularity of skateboarding VHS. What is an Ollie? Sorry. Is I don't know. a little like...
1: It's just like like a little, like, yeah, like a little hop. I Uh, think so. It's
2: like a dry hop. The dry hop. Yeah. Don't ask me. I have no idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. Videography and the popularity of skateboarding VHS tapes. So those could be like instantly released onto a VHS. They could be passed around. This enthused the younger set, which directly affected the
1: fashion of skateboarding Mm -hmm. and also just other cultural aspects Remember how you dated someone and he was really into setting music to snowboarding DVDs? Oh, my God. Me? Yeah. Bleedy?
2: It wasn't even snowboarding. It was skiing. (laughs) That's worse. I know. He made really great mixes, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we don't need to talk about that ever. (laughs) (laughs) Remember how? Remember... (laughs) That pseudo relationship that was dragged out to like three years was really (laughs) emotional on one person's side. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. And it wasn't
1: Lucy's side.
2: Next. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the advent of street skateboarding, which I said was like kind of the opposite of
1: vert vert
2: skating. We have the X Games and the rise of the professional skateboarder. Blah, blah, blah. I got really bored. So that's what you get. Great. And to round us out, I have some skateboard slang for you from Surfer Today. And they oh, are wow. in alphabetical order. You're welcome. Oh, my God. We have ABD. Oh. Already been done. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Board. Am. You're a total am. Amateur. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm stealing that.
1: Really I, dumb. I like that one. Okay. I like that one a lot.
2: Don't forget your brain bucket. Your helmet, helmet. Okay,
0: oh, no. that one that. I know from scooting
2: mm. brain
1: bucket oh, brain bucket. Gross. I love well, it. we don't
0: call it that, but like I've heard that
1: mm. I've been scooting it. community, yes. <laughs> it's a robust community in the scooting subculture. You'd be shocked. Do you vert scoot? No, no. But there is a
0: huge like scooter. It's like ragbri slash whatever Harley Davidson is for motorcycles. Sturgis <laughs> for scooters. Whatever Harley Davidson is
2: for motorcycles. Guys, I'm high. Remember when I went to Sturgis Falls in Cedar Falls every year? And and all of yes. my friends thought I was going to Sturgis in I, South Dakota. You and we all time, I thought first, that until our mid to
0: late 20s. Until
1: you brought me. Until I was physically in <laughs> Iowa. I, I, I thought just that assumed. we were going to Sturgis. Yeah. Where are all the motorcycles? I'm pretty sure I told my mom that the Fitzgeralds <laughs> go to Sturgis every year. For and no reason. With them and she did not even ask questions. She like, was like, okay. have fun. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're like, Teen tap groups parading down this small oh, town. Very street Kyle Riders. Like, what is that? <laughs> Where are the motorcycles? <laughs> the only motorcycles there
0: are the tiny motorcycles <laughs> that giant people dro- ride in parades.
1: Yeah. really did not figure it out until we were at the motherfucking parade. Do I yeah. give off Sturgis vibes? Yeah, your family. I, I would not, I didn't question it. It's that not you would that go you go to give Sturgis off.
0: every year. It's not that you give off, like, a motorcycle family vibe. It's that your family is so so odd (laughs) that, like, of course, we wouldn't even. Yeah, yeah. I just just thought it was a Fitzgerald bit. Quirk. Yeah, like a bit. Fitzgerald bit. Just one of your weird bits. You have so many bits in your family. (laughs) And they're really hard to keep up with. And then when you throw in a different bit, (laughs) it's a lot easier to just roll with it than to try and figure it out. What's yeah. Another bit, your Christmas like fairly. Cards. Oh, the, yeah, whole family Survivor. Christmas, your Christmas card. Yeah, I mean, Survivor, yeah. Survivor <laughs> we definitely the really bit for a while. The cabin moose, the cabin in Baudette is a Fitzgerald bit for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a real
1: place. You've yeah. been there. Yeah. It's road all tripping wall. to Alaska. That happened road once. trips in general. Yeah, just affected formative. me for the
2: rest of my life.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: it was formative for all of us. <laughs> Vintage
2: glassware—that's a
0: Fitzgerald mm. bit. Huge one.
1: <sighs> okay. Lots of stuff around booze. Mm. White Those Russians. Bits. Entire bit. Driving Honda Accords.
2: I could uh, kill a man for a white Russian right now. It sounds so good. Yeah. Yum. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, the <laughs> rest of my slang. Oh, we yeah. Have, but, okay. If you're doing a faky that's riding your skateboard backwards, uh, unclear, how do you know what's forwards and what's backwards? Unclear if you're moving backwards but what's backwards
1: you're kind of side saddle the whole time i don't yeah, know it's not the yeah, front but of the I skateboard like most the people same. Are right-handed so if you're going to the right that's forwards.
2: if you're, if you're going, going to the right oh like if you're standing facing to the right forward i hate yeah, this episode so or just <laughs> going
1: towards your right hand to the right well, funny you, right. <laughs> up. funny you should submit funny
2: you should submit that theory because my <laughs> next one is goofy foot, which is a skater who rides with their right foot forward as opposed to a regular footer. So maybe I'm like wrong and it's the
1: opposite, but I think it's, one it's, the <laughs> it's one of the ways. It's one of the ways.
2: Keep up. Don't be such a Grom, Kenyon. You're I'm an su- Am. I'm, I'm an sorry. am. A Grom is a young skater kid. Mm, I'm oh. not even a Grom. No, you're an Am. You're, you're a, a sub Grom.
1: You're an Am sub Grom. Meta had a crush on a Grom at EP Mall and she wouldn't admit it. And then Totes. he broke his arm. And then she abandoned him. Um, <laughs> she called 911 when so he did a fakey. So much of that
0: is accurate except the crush. <laughs> I really would own it if I remembered yeah. having one. But... And I had really bad taste. It's not like Blob would have even been like bringing down my track record. <laughs> I had a atrocious taste in men. <laughs> so bad, you guys. I like, five you,
1: years ago. I was going to say, only for like 20 years of your life. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah. 30, 30 years of my
2: life. But yeah, yeah. Your dry hop years, for sure. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm surprised you could see a person skate on a skateboard and not get soaking wet over them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally and not type. need to drop everything and dry hop. <laughs> I can't focus on bowling. I'm too horny. I'm
1: going to slide down this lane <laughs> faster than the ball. Leave my
0: slug trail. <laughs> I'll
1: beat the ball down I, this bowling I need lane. new shoes.
2: <laughs> These shoes are wet. They came wet. <laughs> they definitely came wet, though. I came Say wa- These shoes these came shoes, wet. These shoes are wet. <laughs> Fucking ish. God. Okay, next we have mob, which is to have bad style. It's unclear what part of speech this is, so... <laughs> I don't, I don't know if someone... you're totally mobbing or if you're such a mob or you those clogs clothes are really mob. Clog
0: on my knob. <laughs> clog on my
2: mob. I'm wearing my mob clogs. I'm not a regular mob, I'm a cool mob. Clogs are definitely mob. Slob on my mob clog. <laughs> okay. Slog. <laughs> While I dry hob. <laughs> Next. Slob on my mob clog. Fucking ick. (laughs) These clogs are (laughs) wet. That is your sexuality, though. Slob on my mom clogs. Mom. I love
1: clogs. I'm, mom. I'm going, My mom, like mom, mom clogs. Mom clogs. <laughs> mom clogs. I need to get myself a pair of mom clogs. Listen, <laughs> like, once like you start clogging, it's in, like an insole clog. Once so you go, get some dance goes. Yeah. They're once expensive, you go clog, but they're worth it. you
0: never go back. I know. It's in- time. <laughs> you never go bog. You never go bog. I need to
1: get some mob, mom mom clogs. Not me
0: now. <laughs> sending you clogs. Mix sexy wet clog. Sexy wet clogs. Yuck, AI?
2: Are you AIing this?
0: No, but Google Image is okay. giving me a lot no one, to work with.
1: There's no one still listening to this <laughs> shit. I'm just get us a skip. sexy
0: wet clog podcast now. I'm just
2: gonna skip the rest. They're so dumb. Okay. Well, that's my segment. <laughs> clog on my knob.
0: Oh, right. These are cute. I have a pair like this. I'll send you a picture. You okay. should, should make basically. skater clogs. She was a skater clog. She said, see you later, clog.
2: She okay. said, see you. Sorry, right. about <laughs> Sorry about your arm, blob. Sorry about your arm, blob. All right, people. He might not be dead. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but he could be. We're covering our bases. <laughs>
2: God, okay, right, go hear- to break. Go to break. <laughs> they're sending you clogs, and they're
0: really cute.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I am on a new kick trying to be more conscientious about the products that I use. I'm trying to look for cleaner, healthier products. But, you know, I still want them to work. And sometimes that can feel like a trade-off. Uh, but not with Vegamore. You don't have to sacrifice the efficiency And the effectiveness for uh, products that are actually made with clean ingredients. I love that with Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and they give me visibly healthy hair and scalp.
0: I am a big fan of Vegamore, especially for the scalp aspect. Mm -hmm. So I have hair extensions and so they can put a lot of stress on your scalp. Mm -hmm. And I have been using, like, so many Vegamore products to just keep my natural hair thicker, fuller, shinier, and also keep my scalp, like, nourished and protected, and I am obsessed. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones, which if you color your hair like I do parabens bye bye Mm -hmm. no go Mm -hmm. don't do it that's gonna strip the color right out of your hair don't do that and what's even better is Vegamore's value kits like the grow essentials kit which is what I have so you get A bunch of amazing products and really great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save even more and you never run low on the products that you need to take care of your hair. This is like an ADHD year's dream. Like it just shows up on your doorstep when you're starting to run out. It's kind of like magic. The key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy looking hair. So I use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily. And this is so great for not only my hair, but also my scalp. You, like, massage it into your scalp. It's so soothing. I feel like I'm at a spa when I'm using it. And I just have it in my bathroom. Like, it's so chill. And, fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website.
2: That is how good this stuff is. Don't sleep on this, y'all. So give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, wine and crime listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash gals and use code gals at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash G-A-L-S code gals to save 20% on your first order. One more time, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash gals, code gals, and treat your hair and scalp. Ooh, Ooh, Treat them.
0: Folks, I am not the researcher in my relationship, okay? I will buy something if it just sounds fun. But Mm -hmm. Bill is the researcher. He looks up reviews. He reads articles. He finds expert sources. He's a one-man consumer reports. He is, and I respect it, and doing your research before you buy means making better and informed choices. So, like, okay, I'll let him do the research, and I will benefit Benefit. from that research, yeah. (laughs) And this applies especially when it comes to stress or sleep products like CBD, and Bill and I both have some struggles with our sleep. They're different, but we both have them. And a study by an independent lab confirmed that some brands of CBD contain up to 60% less CBD than they actually claim on the label. So mm-hmm. you're just paying for like air, basically. Mm-hmm. But with next Evo Naturals, you can trust that you're getting the best of the best. And this is the most clinically studied CBD brand on the market. So next Evo takes research to the next level. And let me tell you,
2: it works. You know that I love research. Mm-hmm. You know what else I love? Sleep and falling mm-hmm. asleep. Easily, that has. Those are always, your two favorite things. Literally, yes. And sleeping has always kind of been an issue for me. But let me tell you, the future is now, and I have embraced CBD in my life when it comes to helping me fall asleep and stay asleep. So, upgrade to a CBD brand that takes quality as seriously as you take your overall health. Next Evo tests their products multiple times to ensure you get a hundred percent of what's on the label. None of that 60% nonsense mm-hmm. that Amanda mentioned. Over it. Only NexEvo uses Smart Sorb CBD, which is proven to have 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes and four times the overall absorption as other products. So when I tell you this works quickly and effectively, it, it's proven, it's on paper. Mm-hmm. NextEvo does its research as demonstrated by four clinical trials. No other CBD brand comes close. And it's not just sleep. It's not just better sleep. Next Evo covers a variety of CBD
1: needs. So if it's stress relief, if it's daily wellness, they have something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S, to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more at NEXTEVO.com slash gals and treat you wellness treat it are we ready for my case slamming on his guitar yes <laughs> s- 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 slobbing on his mob clogs s- slobbing <laughs> up on his clogs okay <laughs> mobbing on my clogs <laughs> <laughs> okay this case <laughs> is the fan pit case thank you kayla for l- informing me about this i had never heard of this its absolutely <laughs> fucking- lootly- wild Gets <sighs> real dark and Great. fan pick cases are want to do. Fucking you, Kayla. you do that to us. Come but on. let's uh, kids, get into it. OK, so Mark Anthony Rogowski was born on August 10th, 1966. We're almost birthday buddies, but thank God we're not. Mm. Irma Ger- He was born in Brooklyn, New York, but moved to Escondido, California at the age of three after his parents divorced, and he's really, like, very much a California kid. Hmm. Escondido is in San Diego County, which means whale's vagina. So think... uh,
0: <laughs> is that true? <laughs> County means whale's
1: vagina. <laughs> San Diego, <laughs> Di- San Sandy ego. So, like Southern California beach scene, whatever. I all of Southern California is one place to me in my brain. Yeah, mm. but apparently this is different than LA.
2: Fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: San Diego and Cal- and LA are very different yeah.
2: places. Like,
0: geographically? or Who knew? Yes, and. Mm. Okay. I'm sending you guys so many cute clubs. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Very beachy, okay? Okay. Got it. So, in Escondido, at that time, pre-teens kind of went one of two routes. So, either skateboarding or surfing. And most of mm. Mark's friends turned to surfing, but he went the skateboarding route. And he hung out in a lot of local skate parks and was kind of, like, picking it up at the age of, like, you know... 10, 11, 12. And then in 1978, as a 12 year old, Rogowski was asked to join a skate team and like Mike Rogowski! Compete. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So just two years later, at age 14, Rogowski started to skateboard professionally and he was a bit of a prodigy. Are you still sending clogs?
2: Yes, she is. You have mischievous face. What's a clog? This last one doesn't look like a clog.
0: These are all clogs. Olsen
2: Toad. What what does what makes it a clog?
0: It's the way that it's made, it's the heel, it's the materials. I've heard of this company,
1: shape. Lada from Stockholm. Mhm. So many clogs. So mm-hmm. cute. Mhm. Okay. So he's pr- skateboarding professionally now, all right? Okay. He's 14. He's a bit of a prodigy. He won his first major contest, the Canadian Amateur Am Skateboarding Championships <laughs> in 1982. Such an am. And he was featured on the cover of Thrasher Magazine in 84 and Trans World Skateboarding in 85, which is not what it sounds like today. No. <laughs> he would go on to receive endorsement deals from Gullwing Trucks and GNS, Gordon and Smith, which is a company Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay Smith. Got it. A company that makes boards for both surfing and skateboarding. And today, Well, yesterday when I wrote this, I learned that trucks are not actually trucks that you drive. No, they are the T-shaped part under the skateboard that the wheels are connected to. Mm -hmm. And there is a diagram on the drive. Correct. I think
2: you just ex-
1: explained it pretty succinctly. I don't yes, know that we need great. a diagram. not that many parts to escape Let for. her have this. She loves a map. <laughs> I do love a map. And I didn't include any maps, so I had to include a diagram, one or the and other. And what is a diagram if not a map
0: mm-hmm. of an item?
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Don't encourage her. Okay. So, Mark was also somewhat of a pioneer when it came to skateboarding endorsement deals. He was the first skateboarder to receive his own Pro Deck by Vision Sports, which is another fucking skateboarding company. And the deck is the wooden board that you stand on. Think tech deck. Mm -hmm. Think Mm -hmm. tech deck. (laughs) Hot
2: (laughs) rock. Tech decks are the dumbest fucking things. Oh, oh I we'll love get them. to
1: it. I saved mine. I still have my tech deck. Wow, okay. this explains so much. It's so fun. <laughs> I love we'll what do you it. do with it? We'll get little to hops it. and spins and twirls and click. Can we let me have my segment? It's very ASMR. Okay. <laughs> So this lucrative <laughs> Do deal I even exists. Yes uh, ignoring you. This lucrative <laughs> deal kicked off a trend of other skateboarders like Mark Gonzalez and Tom Groholski making their own signature decks. My deck is cooler than your deck.
2: My deck's bigger than yours.
1: Okay. At the height of his fame, Rogowski was being paid between $4,000 and $8,000 a month, mostly from endorsements. Dang. And he was also earning about $2 per skateboard sold by Vision Sports, and they sold about se- like per skateboard that were like his brand or whatever, mm-hmm. with his likeness, I guess. And they sold about 7,000 of these a month in 1987. So his monthly royalties Sheesh. just from that deal came close to fourteen thousand dollars per month Dang. in eighty seven. Wow. So he's making a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah that's that's good cheddar. Mm-hmm. So Rogowski was in league with famous skateboarders like Tony Hawk. Ooh. Ever heard of him? Yeah. yeah. Also, Christian Hosoy, no idea. Lance Mountain, sounds like a porn star. And Steve Caballero. <laughs> I, think Steve I, think I think he's a patron. Hmm. So I don't know any of these people, but Wikipedia knows them. So apparently there's someone. Hmm. Mark was especially known for his skill at vert skateboarding. Mm. Vertical. Vertical. So using ramps to move from horizontal tricks to vertical tricks like in Swimming pools. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this style got to start as pool riding and, da, 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 and trespassing and the whole subculture and made it cool in California and whatever. Okay. In the late 1980s, Rogalski's star continued to rise and he went on tour with other famous pro skaters as part of the Swatch Impact Tour.
2: Wow. Mm. Swatches were so fucking big. Swatches
0: so are huge. In. There's still a Swatch store at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. They're back. It's cute as shit. There was a
1: full Swatch store in like the fancy mall in Joburg. I feel like Where I wish lived.
0: I could combine a smart I, I want Swatch to make a smartwatch. Then smatch. I feel like I'd wear it. A Swatch.
1: <laughs> Does Swatch make just the straps that you can like attach to? Yeah, but to the it? face is the is also cute on a Swatch. I am not I never liked a Swatch. It's not wow. my aesthetic. I'm not
2: a
0: watch
1: oh. gal or a swatch oh, gal. Oh, but tech decks are. Love a tech deck. The fact that you specifically are Our pro tech. into
2: tech decks is mystifying.
1: It's shocking. I had one and I could do some basic shit with it and it was just really like sad. I love a fidget. I like yeah, to. Yeah, it's like a fidget spinner. I'm a but fidgeter.
0: Horrible.
2: I
1: Te- had ADHD
2: and didn't know it. Tech decks remind me of start class. And, like, blessy Mm -hmm. Blunkermeyer.
1: Totally. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. So he's also starting to gain mainstream fame, and he star. well, he doesn't star, but he's in skateboarding, doing tricks and whatever, in the music video Free Fallen by (gasps) Tom Petty. Because I'm free! That one. We sang that to you You the day that I went rock wall wall
2: climbing with your girl scout class at rei do you remember that <laughs> what no. and that song was playing while you were struggling up the wall <laughs> and we all started singing it to you and you started crying
1: <laughs> i cried
2: i don't remember that at all your mom got mad at us
1: <laughs> I, that out i can't with you people <laughs> all right well so the music video is painful to watch i rewatched it yesterday oh my god <laughs> Rogalski was also a stunt double in the movie *Gleaming the Cube*, starring Christian Slater. Have you guys heard of it? No, no. but Amanda is still sending clogs. Enough
2: links. with the clogs! Oh my Focus. god, it's like twenty-five links. I'm listening. Oh, I like these. Oh, right. The last pair, Torp and They're all
0: really cute because tor- I'm really the torp- good at this. Tro and Torps are amazing. I have like three pairs of those. Tro and Torps,
1: Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they slippery? No. Can I I skateboard in them? Can I vert in them? Can I skateboard in them? (laughs) I'm getting you a skateboard for your birthday. (laughs) I don't. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so Gleaming the Cube, the movie. All of our listeners who are like Gen X and older will know this movie. We were too young because it came out in 89, I think.
0: Hear that, Gen X? You're old.
1: Hear that, my sister? Glass houses.
2: <laughs> Glass yeah. houses. wonder if Ashley
1: knows it. So, okay, the movie. This is the blurb about it. A California skateboarder, Christian Slater, Already who's, who's like <laughs> 15 in this movie. He is so young, and he's just exactly who he is through the rest of his career. He just is oh. like down pat Christian Slater. Yeah. He set the stage real early. <laughs> <laughs> a California skateboarder, Christian Slater, solves and avenges the death of his adopted Vietnamese brother. Wow. Okay. okay. and It's like Karate Kid, yeah, but skateboarding. a lot of skateboarding. So the phrase gleaming the cube <laughs> apparently means pushing yourself to outside of your limits. And apparently in the movie, Christian Slater skateboards under like a bunch of trucks, actual trucks, driving trucks. He gleams
2: his cube. He gleams cube. the
1: cube. There's like a high speed chase. Sure sure sure. Is Limits the cube unique
2: to each individual? I believe so. Okay. Mm.
1: I don't know the origin. I was thinking Rubik's cube, but that's mm. probably not right.
2: Mm. Probably us. not. No. To glee, gleam gleam gleam. gleam. One, oh, two. so you're allowed to Google things,
0: but I can't spend this entire time sending you all really, really nice, generous clog links.
1: Yes, there, are, I, <laughs> a I lot see of nice the imbalance clogs. here. You're really, the you're the really clogging like, up the chat. Yeah, the clogs are like three hundred dollars. Some of us can't afford all these clogs. I didn't say to get all of them. You could pick like
2: a, a
0: tight five.
2: A tight five. <laughs> you can spend nine hundred dollars on clogs. <laughs> God. Okay, what does it mean? Gleaming the cube. What is it? It it just says it originated with the movie and it doesn't really give any
1: other insight. So I don't know. We guess we'll just have to watch it. Okay. so throughout the 1980s, Mark Rogowski is riding really high. He's talented, famous, rich, young. But then things start to slide downhill bit by bit. First, vert skating became less and less popular in favor of street skating because like I guess, not probably more accessible. To yeah. Just not everyone has access skate to skate on the street.
2: Also, that was with an empty pool. It was with the rise of the VHS tapes because
1: mm. vert skating isn't more like really, videos. it's
2: not that interesting. So all the videography and the, yeah, that's all street skating.
1: Yeah. I'm sure vert skating is like super fun for the person doing it. But in terms of like watching, watching it, it, not that exciting. Right. Mm. Second, Vision Sports, the company that supported him for most of his career and that he had that, that board deal with, mm-hmm. filed for bankruptcy. And this actually had a really big negative impact on Mark's popularity because he was so linked to this one particular company. And then when it went bankrupt, like he, his sh- the shine came off him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So in a bizarre attempt to reinvent himself... Mark Rogowski changed his name to Gator Mark Anthony. Uh, okay. Okay. Saying that Rogowski, quote, was the name of the father he never knew. So he dropped his, like, all right, that's fair. Fine. I'm still going to. He's got a lot of names in this. So I will refer to him as Gator. Mark and Gator and Rogowski throughout. Uh, Mike Rogowski. Yeah. Gator Rogowski gator ragowski gator jesus christ i can't with gator so then well on a trip to west germany gator fell out of a window and landed on a fucking fence
0: can you imagine seeing an alligator fall out of a window and land on a fence that would be shocking
1: they're supposed to be good at twisting Mm. oh like cats Mm. maybe he was allegedly partying and was high at the time and had convinced himself that he could fly and actually jumped out of said window. Convince yourself there. you can do a backflip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One perfect cartwheel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then when he landed on the fence, he impaled his neck, hand, and thumb.
2: And lived? Hand and thumb? Like palm and thumb? Yeah. Ugh. He impaled his neck. Yep. On a fence.
0: What? No, that's some omen A German
2: fence. Probably very spiky. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. It caused serious fucking injuries. Yeah. So (laughs) you fenced yourself in the neck. Mm -hmm. He could have died. No offense, but you're an idiot. Maybe he should have died. (laughs) But you fenced your neck. (laughs) he probably should have died okay he immediately returned to southern california to recover i think i don't know if he was i mean i don't think he was medevac to southern california but he like checked himself into a wellness resort (laughs) yeah he called an ambulance to the ep mall he made it back okay (laughs) (laughs) blob is fine R.I.P. probably
2: maybe who knows unconfirmed
1: So when Rogowski returns home, he befriends Augie Constantino, who is an ex-surfer turned strict, evangelical, born-again Christian. Tell me you're impressionable without telling me you're impressionable. (laughs) Just wait. Mm. So I looked up Augie Constantino. He is still around. He has an Instagram. He is a virulently racist, anti-Semitic, anti-vax, Cool. Piece of shit. Still surfing. Great. Got but it. just goes to show you that there can be, like, essentially Nazi industry. surfers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Christian Nazi surfers. Yeah.
2: hmm
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's this guy. Okay? Okay. And Rogowski is vulnerable because, like, he... Had this rising star. He had everything. And now everything's kind of going wrong for him. And now he can't do like the one thing that he loves in his sport. And he's physically injured and just recovering and just kind of hanging around in Southern California. Yeah. (laughs) So this friendship would prove to be profoundly influential to Rogowski. Whether or not Constantino is to blame for what Gator would become is still up for debate. Probably didn't help. But from this point on, Rogowski would never be the same. Cool. You mean your Nazi friend wasn't a great influence on you? <laughs> so I don't know if at the time. Yeah, he might have I think gotten he got extremist. I mean, he was like extremely evangelical born again Christian at this time. I don't know if he had all the racism at the time, but he mm-hmm. certainly has it now. It's a slippery yeah. slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So similarly to Mark, Constantino was a kind of an ex-surfer who, after a night of heavy drinking in Hawaii, had gotten into a serious car crash. He was playing a game of fucking chicken. Cool. In a vehicle? In a vehicle, drunk in Hawaii yeah, and crashed great. and was like super injured. Great. So he'd suffered major injuries to his legs in the wreck, but he survived and he attributed his survival to God. Of course. And saw the accident as a sign to devote his life to Christ.
0: The reality was you were drunk and it let you be limp and floppy, which is like why so many drunk drivers Mm -hmm. survive and their victims don't. Because they're relaxed and they're not really tense right at the point of impact. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you lived, dude, because you were hammered enough. To not clench your body and make yourself vulnerable
1: to more injury. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all it was, bud. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Christ. And Christ certainly didn't want you to become a fucking racist anti-Semite, but whatever. Yeah. Probs, not. Yeah. His Christianity doesn't help a lot of people and we're about to get to it. So Rogowski had actually met Constantino before he went on that trip to West Germany, but They were only kind of acquaintances before that. And then when he gets back and he's doing physical rehabilitation, they're spending a lot more time together, like Mm -hmm. a a ton of time together. So Constantino was actively trying to convert Mark to become born again. Mm -hmm. He would talk to him a lot about God being our one true father. And, like, intentionally used a lot of paternalistic language. daddy issues. A thousand Mm -hmm. percent. Fucking manipulative piece of shit. He used all of that kind of daddy imagery that he knew appealed to Rogowski because Rogowski had been, quote unquote, abandoned by his father at a young age. I mean, his parents divorced, but yeah. I mean, talk to me when you've never met your father. Yeah. But it's fine. Let's <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> out-trauma each other. <laughs> Drama. Drama. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. I didn't even tell you. I got a second chance to do that you organically. Did? In a pool? <laughs> Last weekend. Not in a pool. Boom. In a garden. In a garden. <laughs> Peeking over a wall. Drama. <laughs> Drama. Through the bushes. Drama. Drama. It, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I- Oh my God. Okay. So you might think that this 180 from like rock star alt hero skateboarder to evangelical zealot would be really surprising to Mark's Uh friends and loved ones. But actually, people weren't shocked by Rogowski's newfound obsession with religion. Great. Perry That's a good sign. <laughs> Perry Gladstone, who was the owner of a skateboarding shop called Fish Lips. Ooh. Nope. I'm good. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm. Baby fish mouth. Yeah. No, baby, baby <laughs> fish mouth. I just watched that recently. Zach and I say baby fish mouth to each <laughs> other probably daily. <laughs> I love it's that. So good. Oh my god. Baby fish. So, this is this guy yeah, that knew about sweeping the nation. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Quote Yeah, he was a fanatic, but that's just it. He was fanatic about everything. Okay. So, just... so, that
0: makes it fine. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Ugh. So, one of the biggest areas of Mark's life that was impacted by his new religious zeal was his romantic relationship. Uh oh. Great. Ragowski had met Brandy McLean when he was just 21 and she was also really young. I, I think she was slightly younger than him, but like late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. They came from different backgrounds. Brandy was actually from an affluent family on the East Coast, but she'd gotten connected to the skateboarding world and with her close friend, Jessica Bergston. A lot more on Jessica later. Mm. They'd attended this skate tour in Arizona that Mark was competing at. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they, that's how they meet. Okay. Also like Brandy and Jessica are both like young, beautiful, very like California, like that aesthetic, you know, girls. Sure. Brandy and Mark hit it off right away or very early in their courtship. She would like fly from New York to LA to visit him all the time. And she had the money to do that. But they get serious in their relationship very early on, and she moves out there full time, and they move in together. They were big partiers, as we oh, probably know from the fence incident. Mm-hmm. Lots of drinking and drugs, mostly weed, also lots of cocaine, and lots and lots of sex, because they're like, you know, 22 and right. in love.
2: And right. on amphetamines. <laughs>
1: yeah, and doing a lot of cocaine. Well, bet. But even with their hectic lifestyle for years, they were inseparable. And like Brandy was even like briefly alongside Mark in the Free Fallen video. She's one of the like hype girls on the on the vert ramp. It's painful to watch. Okay, Yeah. Yeah. Also, Tom Petty just like pops up. In it all the time. Oh, jump scare. <laughs> it's like you're looking at these like beautiful, like 20-year-old, like tan California kids, and then just like Tom Petty. <laughs> just like he's always yes, been is. 70. No. <laughs> yeah. He looks exactly the same now. Oh. It's really jarring. And just every twenty seconds, Tom Petty. Okay. Yikes. So They move in together. Eventually, though, quote, Gator bought a ranch in the mountains near Tony Hawk's new ranch, which he'd equipped with a whole series of wooden skating ramps. But Brandy became bored with the ranch because, like, I don't think she skateboards and she wants to, like, party and be in San Diego and not, like, in the middle of nowhere and like watching your boyfriend play video games is not that fucking fun. There aren't it's even not. video games back then. So just watching your boyfriend skate. That's what I'm saying. The it's time. the equivalent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, um, can we not?
2: Yeah. Ish. Can we get
1: back to the city? Thank you. So the cracks are beginning to form already. But when Rogowski went through his faith conversion, Brandy was decidedly not into it. <laughs> not here for it. <laughs> no. At one point, he tried to persuade her to come with him to Calvary. I can never say that. cavalry, Calvary. Calvary or cavalry? Cal- Calvary. 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 Calvary Church mm-hmm. where Augie Constantino worked, but she wasn't interested. So, like, Mark's trying to, like, convert her, and she's like, mm-hmm. Nah. Fucking, what the fuck it's, is this? It's okay. I'm good. Yeah. Imagine dating mm-hmm. someone who then becomes a born-again Christian while you're dating.
0: Oh no, thank you. I'd
1: rather not imagine that. (laughs) Thanks
0: for playing, though.
1: Holby, no. (laughs) (laughs) Holby, no. Holby. So then, Mark tells her that they should stop having sex because they're not married. Oh. Okay. And her reaction is everything. Mm. "Quote: We literally had sex five times a day. We were so in love." Then he met Augie and started saying, we can't have sex anymore unless we get married. And I'm like, wait a minute. We've been going out for four years. Yeah. Why now? Having mad sex for four years (laughs) and we can't have sex anymore. I can't deal with this later. Bye bye. (laughs) Good for her. Later. Later. Later, skater. no (laughs) later gator gator, skater skater. (laughs) later gator skater yeah she's out (laughs) yeah bye-bye so in 1991 they break up and that should be the end of the story but a fucking course it never is it's not because fucking patriarchy so post breakup brandy starts dating someone that she is surfing with and gator can't fucking handle it he loses his damn mind Not that he hasn't already, clearly, but. Sure. So he starts to leave threatening messages on Brandy's mother's answering machine. Okay. Because I think she now she, you know, she moved out. So now I think she's like sort of living at home Mm -hmm. and there aren't cell phones. Mm Yeah. Whatever. Quote, he was calling me up, leaving all these freaky messages. He'd growl. You bitch, you cunt, you're gonna fry in hell from your toes. Weird shit like that.
2: Ooh. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So then Rogowski breaks into Brandy's house, ostensibly to take back all the things that he'd given her during their relationship. Yikes. Which is very Christ like. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what Jesus would want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did take all those things, but I think it was also, like, a power move to, like, show that he could get into her space. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. At one point, trying to diffuse the situation, Brandy agrees to let Rogowski take her out to dinner in an effort to, quote, make amends. So she's like, dude, like, you've been acting crazy, whatever. And he's like, I'm sorry. Like, let me, like, show me you I'm sorry. You. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she agrees because, like, they were inseparable. They were in love. They dated for four yeah. years. She and- trusted
0: him. She's like, you're just going through something weird. We're going to figure this out. Right. Kind of yeah, she probably wanted to still her be friends
1: out. or at least not, like, enemies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, she wanted him to just not be insane. Mm-hmm. That is way too much to ask of a man, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's on her. So they start fighting pretty much the moment he picks her up. To go to this mega men's dinner. And he's yelling at her. And Brandy remembers thinking, quote, his voice got all deep. And, you know, he sounded like the devil. He says, you know what? I should take you out to the desert right now. I should drive you out right in the middle of the night and beat the shit out of you and leave you there. And Um, I would get away with it because everybody would know that you deserved it. Oh, God, that's gross. And Uh. Wow. Okay. So I don't think they went to dinner. Not great.
2: <laughs> Probably they didn't. She got make the
1: it. fuck out of there. God. She is now justifiably terrified. Yeah. And she's like, "You know what? This is like way too fucking heavy for me. Like I this is not I got to get out of here. And he has a lot more power than she does because like he has money and fame and like connections in the skateboarding world. And she moved out there to be with him. Mm -hmm. And now he's Mm -hmm. gone completely off his rocker and is threatening her. And she's like, fuck this. So she takes off back to New York to be anywhere. Feel safe and like (laughs) be around what she knows. But she leaves California in such a rush, and she's so upset that she didn't tell that many people that she was going or why she was going. Because it's not like there's social media back then. She would have had to, like, individually call people's landlines to be like, my ex has gone insane. I'm going to New York today. Mm -hmm. Like, you wouldn't do that, you know? You just go. And that's what she did. So, One person who didn't know about any of the threats, knew about the breakup, but not the threats, Yeah, was Brandy's best friend, aspiring model, Jessica Bergston. Why didn't she tell her best friend? Well, she probably was going to when she got back to New York and got situated. Oh, was was Jessica in New York? Jessica was in Arizona. Uh, Oh, okay. okay. So Jessica, I'll get to it in this next sentence. So remember that Jessica had known... Mark Rogowski, for as long as Brandy had known him, they'd met Mm -hmm. all at the same time at that skate competition four years ago. Mm -hmm. Or even more, almost five years ago at this point. And Jessica had been living in Tucson. She has no idea that her friend is essentially hiding from Mark at this point. All she knows is that, like, they broke up. but Yeah, they're not doing well. Yeah, but it's, you know... Whatever, like you can still be friends with your friend's ex if there's not like all this extenuating circumstances. Yeah. So when Jessica moves to San Diego for work, kind of on a whim because she's modeling, so she like gets a gig basically and decides to move to San Diego, she can't get a hold of Brandy, so she calls up Mark to hang out because he's like the only other person she knows that lives there. Mm -hmm. And Jessica had absolutely no idea what she was walking into. Because how could she? Yeah. Oh, God. So Rogowski would later say that everything he hated about Brandy, he also saw in Jessica. Oh, good. So he hates the girlfriend and the best friend. Oh, no. He hates women is what it is. He hates women. Yeah. 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 Women. Tight. So they were both tall, blonde, tall, hot, blonde.
0: Oh, my God. I recently re-listened to that episode, <laughs> yeah. and she
1: holds up. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's catfishing crimes. It's really early. It's, like, within the first 20-something episodes.
1: You know, she's free-spirited. She's, she's like, 22 years old and a model and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Too free-spirited for Jesus, apparently. Mm-hmm. So she has no fucking clue. She just calls up Mark because he's, like, the one person she knows there. Mm-hmm. They decide to meet up and go to an Italian restaurant for lunch. They have a normal lunch. Then they rent some movies and get some wine, and they head back to his apartment to hang out.
0: Getting a little cozy with your best friend's X-Man, but okay. We're going to let it go because she's a victim.
1: (laughs) So up until this point, Mark had acted completely
2: normal. Mm -hmm. Could have been totally his idea, too. And she's like, I don't know. I don't have any other friends here. Yeah. Sure. I can see how contextually that would be fine. Just a hangout, yeah. you know?
0: Just Scandaball is really leaving me very fragile. Vulnerable.
1: Yeah. Vulnerable <laughs> these days. So I just, I can't trust it. Well, it's about to get horrific. Great. So here we go. Do with that what you will. So he again, he'd been acting completely normal at this lunch, offered to like continue the hang Earlier that day, he'd shot a TV commercial, so, like, his career is turning back around. Everything seems to be yeah. on the up. Mm-hmm. But then, and we will likely never truly know what or why, something in him snapped. Mm-hmm. Rogowski, all of a sudden, they're back at his apartment. He tells Jessica he needs to go grab something from his car, and he'll be right back. He leaves. She's just sitting there chilling, watching this movie rental, gleaming the cube, probably, on VHS. Ick.
2: Sounds sexual. I don't like it. I know. I hate
1: it. it sounds like jerking off, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah polishing, yes. your, polishing your knob. Polishing your knob. Blaming your cue. About my knob. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so he's like I need to go grab something for my car. She's like, "Okay. Comes right back." When he gets back to the apartment, he sneaks up behind her. No. And hits her repeatedly in the head with a steering wheel lock. What? Out of nowhere. What? She's literally sitting on the couch or chair or whatever, and he just comes up and whacks her on the back of the head, head bashes her head in with this metal heavy.
0: Yeah, it'll be a crowbar. That he
1: probably had in his Oh, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: He went out to his car. Yeah. Left something in his car. But my
2: point is my murder that weapon. It was not necessarily like premeditated because it was like a crime of opportunity because it was just something he essentially had lying around.
1: I don't know. He lured her back to his apartment and then went and got the weapon and then came back. So that's premeditation. It doesn't have to yeah. be planned for weeks to be premeditation. Well, maybe it's premeditated, but it's
2: still like crime of opportunity ish. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, stunned, because, like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I was just
1: watching Gleam My Knob yeah. quietly like a normal person. Still conscious, Jessica is then handcuffed and carried into Rogowski's bedroom. The fuck? He then cuts off her clothing, like, with scissors, and rapes her repeatedly for two to three hours. All. The fuck? While screaming Bible verses at her about like modesty. Oh. Oh my God. Okay, guy. If
2: that's not a metaphor for patriarchal religion anyway, I don't know what
1: is. Jesus. Oh my God. That's so fucking gross. It's horrific. I can't even fathom what this poor girl went through, like out of fucking nowhere. Kayla, what's wrong with you? yuck i mean you think you i mean imagine like imagine if like blick well i ended up hating blick in the end but like imagine if sure that didn't happen and blick like invited me to hang out after you broke up and i was like yeah sure and then all of a sudden he'd like bludgeoned you with a steering wheel lock what the fuck that's also only like
2: what six months after they broke up not even yeah it's not Mm -hmm. like it was 20 years ago no, they still like knew each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: no. They'd hung out. They were skater friends. She didn't know about mm-hmm. any of this fucking shit. That's Damn. horrendous. Again, she's still conscious. She's bleeding profusely, but still conscious while she's while all this is happening. Right. Yeah. And she's begging her former friend to stop. But he is on some shit. Yeah, not there. He proceeds to stuff her screaming inside his surfboard bag. No. Ew. Dude, like a body what the bag. fuck? Where she suffocates to death. No. Oh, because I bet it's like waterproof. Ugh. It's so fucking horrific. This oh, poor girl. Oh my god. Girl.
0: Yikes.
2: Oh, that's so no. fucking gross.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So Mm-mm.
2: sorry, it's like
1: really getting to me. So then much like he'd threatened to do to Brandy, Rogowski loaded the surfboard bag into his car and drove Jessica's body out to a desolate pit place, mm-hmm. which is Shell Canyon. Mm-hmm. And he buried her in a shallow grave and then drove back to the city and stopped to pick up a carpet steamer on the way because she'd oh, been bleeding ew. all over his apartment. Ugh. Ew. Jeez. Ugh, No. After not hearing from his 22 year old daughter for several days right after she moved to San Diego, mm-hmm. Jessica's father, Steven Bergson, is really fucking worried and he yeah. flies from Tucson to San Diego and begins searching for her as a missing person. So I'm. It's, a, it's great that he like did not waste any time. He was like, this is something's off. Something ain't right. And mm-hmm. I got to get out there and figure out what the fuck's going on. Unsatisfied with the work that the San Diego police were doing, he starts plastering the town with posters looking for his daughter. And then Bergson even met with Rogowski mm-hmm. since he knew that he was one of the few people Jessica knew out there. Right. And Mark just plays dumb and tells him he doesn't know where she went. A fucking course he did. Prick. Police, too, eventually come to question Mark, probably because the, the father is like, well, this is the one person she knew out there. Mm -hmm. but there's no obvious evidence in his house to be found because he's fucking carpet steamed everything Mm -hmm. and they don't have a warrant to, like, test with Luminol yet. Mm -hmm. And they don't have enough to, like, do a proper search. Yeah, to go there. So several weeks, possibly even, like, months, I don't know, unclear, go by and a poster of Jessica is up at... The 7 Eleven, where Rogowski and Constantino are always hanging out. Okay. So
2: haunting them. Good. Mm -hmm. As it should be. Well, like that one guy,
1: the Grim Sleeper.
0: Oh,
2: sure.
1: Oh, the Billboard thing. In his neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. So they're hanging out at this 7 Eleven. There's a poster of Jessica on the wall. Constantino is in the dark about all of this. Okay. Unclear that he even knew that Mark knew Jessica. I don't think he even knew Mm. that. So one day they saw some random women go into the 7-Eleven and they were dressed in what they felt was revealing clothing. Oh, eh, Jesus Christ. And
0: so- Fucking psychos.
1: Constantino essentially heckles this stranger woman and tells her to change her clothes and then come back to, quote, talk about Christ. No, I'm good. Bye. I just really want my ding-dangs yeah. and to be left the fuck alone. Yep. So, well, unsurprisingly, really she tells him to go kick rocks yep. and says, quote, I have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Worry about yourself, yep. you freak. Mind your fucking business, you cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. But then Augie, who, again, in the dark, doesn't know what Mark has done, points to the poster with Jessica on it. No, he does not. And says, quote, she had nothing to worry about, but where is she now? She could have been involved in drugs, pornography. Maybe she's dead. And he doesn't know. Total coincidence. Oh, my God. He just is trying to, like, scare this man's explain. Like, ghosts are real.
0: Like, ghosts are real. This was, oh. she is reaching out from beyond the grave in this moment. hmm
1: Faw. So the coincidence shocks the shit out of Rogowski. Yeah, who probably went white as a sheet yeah. and almost puked, I bet. <sighs> I fucking would. And he later tearfully confesses the murder to Constantino a few days later. Oh, you're sad. Oh, you're God. sad about what you I did. I didn't mean to kill, brutally kill my friend. It scared, it scared me oh, what oops. you said. It made me feel bad. Yeah, bummer. Bye. But Jesus will forgive me, right? Oh my god, that is so fucking
0: creepy. No, (laughs) he won't forgive you. I love it.
1: So, Constantino, ever the believer in Christian confession and the power of forgiveness, convinces Mark again. He has like some crazy sway over Mark. He's his dad. hmm, Yeah. To go to the police and tell them everything without a lawyer. (laughs) I mean. Which is like the had. one good thing that this Constantino so, yeah, person this has this ever done. Ever
0: done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. literally where I was going yeah. with that. It's like, okay, you did one decent
1: yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the only redeeming thing. Like, you created this monster but at least you convinced yep. this monster to give himself up. You helped up. take him out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Constantino told him that the only lawyer he needed was God. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I so, love Jesus Christ, Esquire! What <laughs> that?
1: Investigators were absolutely floored when Mark shows up out of the blue and confesses in detail to the whole thing. Oh my uh, god! Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, Excellent. Can you imagine?
1: No, no, I can't imagine any of this shit. It's this is great. Is right? Isn't this story insane? Yeah, I can't believe any of this happened. I know. It's all so random. Ugh. So Jessica's body had been found almost a month earlier, but it was so decomposed that they were not able to identify her. So they had the body, but they didn't know it was Jessica. They didn't know it was related to this case, and they're still looking for her as a missing person. And all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, well, this is, I handcuffed her, and I raped her, and I took her out to the desert, and I buried her. Oops. Was she buried in the bag? No, because I, so. I feel oh. like they would have connected the surfboard. Right, bag. Oh. right, 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 right. Okay, right, right, right. Okay. I, th- I don't know that for sure, but that is my assumption. I would assume so
2: too, because a surf a surfer bag you'd think would be pretty connected. Mm-hmm. Maybe not easily traceable, but somewhat traceable, right? Like somewhat custom or it's like something professional skateboarder. Yeah, right. I don't know.
1: I don't know. So as part of his confession, Rogowski took police to the burial site and uncovered more evidence for them. So he must have like dumped her clothes or something else out there as well. Possibly Mm. the murder weapon. I don't know. Or his bloody clothes. I don't know what he what else he showed them. But he was so it proved without a doubt that he did murder her. Yeah, because he knew where she'd been buried and found all this other evidence. So it's it's not a false confession. Despite initially confessing without a lawyer, because the only lawyer he needed was God. Yeah, God's a shitty Uh, lawyer. Jesus Christ, Esquire. Rogowski was eventually given one, and the defense- I waited
2: all Tuesday for my lawyer. All Tuesday for my lawyer <laughs> to come, lawyer. he never
1: came <laughs> he just had something else to do. Can you believe it? <laughs> He's setting up for Willy Walleye Day.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. What if that's why Jesus has never returned?
2: <laughs> Until we
0: end Willy Walleye Day, we might never know.
1: I'm required. A big Set event
2: every year. There's blockades at both ends of the street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the street.
2: <laughs> there is one street. <laughs> oh my god!
1: So he is eventually given a lawyer, and the fucking lawyer is revolting mm-hmm. and tried to attack Jessica's character. Telling a reporter that the victim was, quote, a slut. Wow. What? Yep. Wow. Jesus. Cool. And then tried listing, but without actually naming all the men that she'd allegedly slept with in college. You're kidding me. Nope. What? As if that had any relevance. It's like the most crystallized victim blaming slut shaming. Bullshit. Of all time. This whole thing is just the
2: patriarchy embodied in the most acute, violent abuse of a single woman.
1: Mm Yep. Oh,
2: my God.
1: This is... um... It's essentially an honor killing, Mm -hmm. kind of. And her crime was just being young and pretty. And alone in a city city where she had one fucking person. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, my God. So the defense also tried to argue that Jessica's decomposed remains couldn't show signs of rape. And so that charge should be dropped, even though Mark had literally already confessed Confessed. to it. He said he fucking did it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Also, this is not funny at all, but it just reminded me what you're saying right now about the dropped rape charge. It reminded me of the ongoing, well, recently, as of yesterday, completed
2: e. Trump Carol. trial. Yeah.
0: And um, I was informed that the when it came down to it, the reason that the full-blown rape charge could not be confirmed was because the victim could not confirm whether the mushroom of Trump, the Trump shroom, made it inside of her or not because of how insignificantly sized it is. How do you know this? Uh, I was sent information uh, in the form of many tweets from the court correspondence, the court record.
1: So many things to say about that to unpack there. (laughs) Number one, doesn't need to be penetrative to be raped. doesn't Does need to not. be penetrated by a penis to be rape? Correct. A, a digit, a finger. And the digital penetration was confirmed. Yeah. And I think that's
0: why the sexual assault. Right. Charge. is Just not. Yeah, battery, excuse me, still apply. Right.
1: But technically, according to the law, yeah. that is
0: still rape. Oh, it's fucking absolutely still rape. Yep. I, I just hope that along with the no consequences that man is going to get. And size does not matter, but you know it matters to him. Mm -hmm. And I am hoping for humiliation so profound that he simply explodes, like spontaneously combusts. Here's the thing.
1: Psychopathic narcissists cannot feel humiliation. humiliation. Well, then I do feel a lot better. They can be angry, but they cannot feel shame. He's not going to recede a lot
0: better about spilling that entire gallon of paint in the Ace Hardware parking lot the other day then because <laughs> that confirms I am not a psychopathic narcissist because I felt deeply ashamed. a lot of shame yeah. and embarrassment. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, you're not. You're <laughs> so not. I'm good. Yeah. Directing traffic around your wet paint. <laughs> you guys were so bad.
0: <laughs> we're so fucking good. Uh,
2: Anyway, okay. I just, you know,
1: thought yeah. that felt Or how about Mm -hmm. Trump trying to say repeatedly that E. Jean Carroll, quote, wasn't his type, and then he He misidentified her in a photograph as his wife. wife. Yeah. He says that about Mm -hmm. every victim, too. Which also, psychopathic narcissists aren't the best at identifying faces. Well, she's Mm -hmm. just another woman. Right. That's it. Yeah. Anyway. Good God. Okay, so the defense also tried to call Augie Constantino... Mark's quote religious minister ish and said that in that role Constantino had had no right to tell Mark to turn himself in because it wasn't like a crime in progress No
0: no this isn't confession don't try and fucking play that angle you're not a catholic priest
2: and even if you were don't they still have Yeah someone's some dead. kind of like duty to report yes. uh it depends they cannot be held they can't be held liable like forced to testify or if whatever. If they know that you had killed someone previously, they're not required
0: and to they tell. can't also, be liable
2: for it. But if you say I'm going to kill someone this weekend. Yeah, that's a different story. Like if someone huh. is
1: ongoing missing, that's ongoing. Yeah, an that's active a crime investigation. In and two, Constantino's not an official fucking minister. And yeah. three, no. and he, two, he this doesn't it. apply doesn't apply because he just convinced Mark to go to, confess to, himself. To confess himself. It's not like he right. turned him in. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's stu- fucking stupid. I fucking hate his lawyer. Okay. Also, I want to be heretofore referred
0: to as your spirit, your religious ministers, Absolutely. ladies.
1: <laughs> and I'm actually fucking ordained. So right? it does apply. Right. Mm. Yeah. So none of this worked. Thank Christ. Unironically. Yeah, but- Christ, Esquire. thank Christ Rogowski ended up pleading guilty to rape and murder to avoid the death penalty or no chance of parole so he basically gets life in prison with a chance of parole for pleading guilty to both Mm -hmm. because he fucking did both and he confessed to both yeah Jessica's father, Stephen, threatened Ragowski in the open courtroom yelling that he was, quote, a coward and would and should, quote, die a thousand deaths. So they had to, like, give Ragowski like, special security in the courtroom. That's not really a threat. Ugh. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah. He murdered it's, this man's 22-year-old daughter. Yeah. He didn't say, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. And and let him have his had, emotional outburst for fuck's right. sake. Right. I know, it's fucking stupid. We just have to protect fucking rapist murderers. Mm -hmm. So in 1992, Gator was sentenced to 31 years with the possibility of parole starting in 2010. That's not long enough. Parole was denied in 2011 and 2016. It was approved... In 2019, but was reversed in 2020 by California Governor Gavin Newsom, Mm -hmm. who said that he needed a, quote, deeper understanding of his crimes. And then he got parole again in 2022, but it was again reversed by Newsom because this is a high profile case and Gavin Newsom is like, I'm not fucking the one that's going to let Gator right. out. Mm-hmm. It's not on
0: my watch. Yeah. You're not releasing that Gator on my turn. Absolutely not. I can't, can't blame, blame Newsom <laughs> for not <laughs> wanting to take that political risk. I
1: wouldn't let this guy out. And I didn't have time because my case was already super long, but- I didn't have time to include some of the quotes from this fucking asshat in prison, but he has not fucking learned his lesson. He, like, says things to make it sound like he's remorseful, but then no. the the tone and the way that he's saying it, it's like, yeah. you are a fucking narcissist, mm-hmm. paternalistic, Loser. patriarchal fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Bye-bye. Hate it. Bye. Bye. And Brandy is living her best life. She's married. She's got kids. Good. You know, she's she has moved on from all of this, except that her fucking best friend was murdered for no That's reason. Thing,
0: I have to imagine Brandy's survivor's guilt, mm-hmm. knowing that, like, it easily could have been her. He she's the her. one who was in the, Yeah, She
1: was the real psychological target, target. of his yes. crime. He exactly. couldn't get to her because she. Had got the Cut fuck it off. out of Dodge yep. to save mm-hmm. herself because she recognized the situation. Yep. But he was murdering Jessica to murder Brandy. Yep. Yep.
2: I don't Poor like Jessica. This. Let's um. Yeah. Let's move on. That this was yes, one of yep. the grossest cases we've ever covered of all well, times. we're
0: about to get to something far grosser. So let's take a quick break and then come back.
2: Yes. They're so good. okay we'll be right back (laughs) it's summer you're probably spending more time outdoors maybe you're biking you're just getting the most out of nature gardening I really sweat when I garden Yeah. yeah yeah And staying hydrated is extremely important to your health and your well-being, and Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Let me tell you, it's like, it's just, it's it's like pulling the gnaws on your mm-hmm. hydration routine. For real. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than just plain old boring water alone. Mm -hmm. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, before that bike ride, before that gardening marathon. Mm -hmm. Maybe when you feel a little run down, you could use a little boost. Maybe after a long night out, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about. Mm -hmm. On a long flight, the travel, you gotta stay hydrated. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. And you guys know that uh, in the past, I have struggled with Hydration. Oh, I hate water. <laughs> um, but that has all changed since I got on the Liquid IV train. Uh, one stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Also, uh, it tastes great. They have 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. That was always my problem. I found drinking water, like... It's boring. boring. And so I wouldn't do it. Uh, mm-hmm. But Liquid Ivy has amazing flavors. Uh, I have loved their passion fruit and also their acai berry flavors. And now they have a new sea berry flavor. Yum. I'm into the berries, guys. I like berries. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Liquid Ivy also contains five essential vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12 be into it uh also vitamin c and they have three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks without all of the sugar also non-gmo free from gluten dairy and soy and it's just made with premium ingredients so like you can feel good about drinking it even though it's not boring water
0: Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code GALS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code GALS at liquidiv.com and treat your hydration. Treat it. Treat
1: it. Oh, God. Father's Day is right around the corner, and I bet you haven't gotten your dad or maybe your father-in-law... A gift yet mm-hmm. because dads are really hard to shop for but don't Earth. worry that is where the sponsor of today's show comes in Manscaped you and I both know that dad needs some serious grooming in his life so mm-hmm. grab him the performance package 4.0 and he will thank you for helping him tame everything he's got going on mm-hmm. and it's a win win situation not just for dad but also for everyone who has to look at him So Mm -hmm, go to mm -hmm. manscaped.com and use code GALS20 for 20% off plus free shipping.
0: Okay, I'm obsessed with that. And Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and perfected their game with the Lawnmower 4.0. So imagine surprising your dad or just like the fatherly figure in your life with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized grooming kit that says, "Your balls will thank you on the box.
1: I mean, it's definitely a conversation starter, their packaging. It is. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a
0: cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. And you might ask, how is this lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? Well, this upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, so it's not just going to pop on in your bag. And this is a great feature if your father or your you yourself do a lot of traveling.
1: Yeah, you don't want Dad's al- suitcase to, like, vibrate at TSA. Mm-mm. Not fun. Mm-mm. It's a toothbrush, Mm-mm. I swear.
0: <laughs> it also gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off. When needed for a more precise shave, it can be hard to see down there. You can now shave your balls in the dark. <laughs> the Lawn Mower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four. So if you want to get a fun little style, you want a high and tight, you want a little looser, you got options. <laughs> Have you ever seen a nose bush sticking out of uh, your dad's nose? Yes. I know I I often did back in in my day. Well, the Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear hair trimmer is the best nose hair trimmer on the market and the perfect gift for your pops. They also have other amazing products like cologne, crop mop, ball wipes, crop reviver, ball toner, and crop preserver ball deodorant. Get rid of your daddy stinky balls get your dad a gift
2: that you know they will use. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code GALS20. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. This year, show your original home some love with Manscaped.
0: Okay. Are we ready for my section? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, let's just go. I, let's just.
2: Let's just do You guys, it. it's wine. no shade
0: it's no shade to our fan picker. I just <laughs> I hate this topic <laughs> okay. so much. Okay. And like I said the cases other than the fan picker case were so lackluster. Mm-hmm. So happens. instead I'm going to take this opportunity to complain for approximately 20 minutes about the fucking dumbest trend in history. Tech deck fingerboards, <laughs> which we
2: have shockingly <laughs> learned Kenyan is obsessed with. <laughs>
1: I can't believe you just knew where that was. It was handy. It was where I keep all of our middle school notes. I think Uh, where I. This thing has survived for a long time. They don't make shit like this anymore. I mean, they they currently make
0: exactly those. So (laughs) that's fun. I I think where. uh, (laughs) I agree with you on like the fidget portion of it. And the miniature portion of it, like, that hits a dopamine receptor for my ADHD brain. Right. But where I lose it, uh, for you, it's ASMR. For me, it is, like, the sound of that fucking thing is sensory overload. It is nails on a chalkboard. Mm. It is so annoying. So you don't don't like it? I
1: hate it. I just (laughs)
2: can't believe for how few, like, muscle physical skills you have that yeah. doing tech deck flips is among your talents well i'm I mean, very I excited for you anymore. to show I'm us literally some trying of your stuff
1: right now <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little
0: tutorial at the end not a tutorial oh, but i'm gonna re- well there you go i'm gonna read you some <laughs> possible um tricks Kay. quote unquote and we'll see maybe
1: you for can... Patreon I'll make a video of me attempting all these tricks that'll be I the TikTok that. video
2: that you owe for Andrea
1: uh, and also maybe show up in the video that we're
0: recording right now for this episode it's very possible so th- this will basically be a compilation <laughs> of like chunks of articles that I put together Peppered with my own glowing commentary. This was all I could muster the strength to do for this episode. And no, I will not apologize. Here we go. (laughs) From stokerideshop.com. Just kill me now. Quote, In the early 1990s, two skateboarders from California had the idea to create miniature replicas of professional skateboards. They started a company called Xtreme Skateboards with an X and began selling their products in toy stores. The company didn't last long, but the idea of miniaturized skateboards caught on. In 1997, another California-based company called World Industries launched a line of miniature skateboards called Tech Decks.
1: So cool. Trademark. (laughs) It's already been trademarked. (laughs) I know.
0: Oh, okay. I'm not trying to trade my tech I thought, you, I thought tech you were trying to trade my. I'm not a psychopathic
1: narcissist, No. Tech decks.
0: Bug facts. hashtag bug facts. <laughs> tech decks quickly became popular with kids and adults alike, and today they are one of the most popular toys in the world. Seriously, still,
2: mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
0: Thanks to their small size and portability, tech decks are perfect for taking anywhere and everywhere. So whether you're at home, at the park, or on the go, you can always enjoy a game of
1: fingerboarding. If you're at the park, get a skateboard. Yep. Sometimes you can't. Maybe your foot is in a cast. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> stoke ride shop goes Good on point. to ask
0: and <laughs> maybe, maybe you have a club foot <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why you might not be able to have yeah. a skateboard that doesn't mean get a fingerboard though <laughs> it's not what it means stoke ride shop goes on to ask an incredibly important question is finger skateboarding a sport no quote no. most people would <laughs> say that finger skateboarding is not a sport this is because it does not involve physical exertion or competition, which is actually not true.
1: However, I mean, try to tech deck with carpal tunnel at thirty-five. I mean, you <laughs> can. fucking try to tech deck. You fucking try. It's only a sport a tech when tech. your
2: chronic pain sets in. <laughs> I did have a
0: tech deck in the nineties for my Barbies. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, put, I'd put a Barbie on one. Oh that yeah. I did do. Mm-hmm.
1: And but, the top of it is like like na- like a soft nail file. Well yeah, That's it's like emery sure, board, yeah. like an actual skateboard. Like it's just soft. the grip tape. That's what it's yeah, the top of a, top of a skateboard is. I have to Google who Mark Johnson is. It's, it's like what I've a had Emory, at the bottom of my textbooks like in seventh board. grade. <laughs> However, some
0: people argue that finger skateboarding can be considered a sport because it requires skill and technique. Like other sports, finger skateboarding can be enjoyed recreationally or competitively. Whether or not finger skateboarding is considered a sport is ultimately up to the individual. So no, it's not a fucking sport. the dumbest fucking thing. And yes, I still have PTSD flashbacks of boys in middle school tech decking on their desks Mm -hmm. in the middle of English class and I can't fucking hear what's going on and Mrs. Lee is then getting upset with them Mm -hmm. because they're being really distracting and I already have
1: ADHD and they're further inhibiting
0: my ability to learn.
1: Oh, okay. I definitely played played tech deck with like Matt Lowe in like seventh grade science class. You mean Blatt Blow. Sorry. Blatt Pretty, pretty bl- sure. Blow. And we would also give each other like, <laughs> like dead arms or whatever. Like, you know, you just like hit each other until they can't, you can't take it anymore. Jesus Christ. Honey. Was I hated science. Are no, we would do it to each other. You'd hit each other as hard as you possibly could. Who are you i don't know i hated science class i hated it and i had to do shit to keep myself to get that serotonin up you just became baby. a so middle school Matt boy and in before and our very eyes tech in tech? one class a day and in every other class i was a nerd but so was Blad blow yeah i don't know i distracted him enough i don't know that's my memory of it so what is a tech deck <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luckily, Wikipedia has a breakdown of the entire structure of this mini skateboard. It's an emery board with wheels, and Kenyan can can follow along in her living on her living diagram for the camera. Okay. <laughs> Similar to a skateboard, a fingerboard consists of several components: the deck. Figureboard decks are made out of plastic or wood. The shapes vary from popsicle decks, cruiser decks, decks, and old school decks. Modern and or high quality decks have a defined nose and tail just like a real skateboard. Correct. Over the years, decks got wider. For example, old Berlin wood decks were 29 millimeters wide, while today decks range from 32 to 34 millimeters.
1: I feel like mine is quite narrow and classic, and it definitely has both lips on either end. Sure does. Trucks. Trucks are mostly mass-produced
0: from metal for the toy industry. In recent <laughs> years, however, there have also been manufacturers who produce special trucks specifically for the sport of fingerboarding. It's not a sport, and thereby set significantly higher standards and prices for quality in lower quantities.
1: I want it to be known that I, at no point, purchased this tech deck. I somehow that. acquired it. You stole probably it. acquired it from Black Blow. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Wheels. The wheels are made of CNC, urethane, or resin. Widely spread is polyurethane. Higher quality wheels are also equipped with bearings and made of urethane.
1: Definitely has bearings. Mine has great handling. Mm. (laughs) They are either cast,
0: (laughs) 3D printed, or machined on a lathe. Or other industrial equivalent. Mm -hmm. Bearings. The bearings used in fingerboard wheels are also the same as skateboard wheel bearings. They are made of high quality steel to make the wheels spin smoothly, the same as skateboards.
1: It is very high quality. (laughs) Tape. Tape. You're doing this wrong. Tape. What are you talking about?
0: Tape. You don't know your tech deck? Oh, I'm wow. sorry. What is the wow. tape? The top? For better adhesion, a grip tape is glued yeah. to the deck, which consists of either rubber, neoprene,
1: fine grain, similar to sandpaper, yeah. or foam skateboard grip. So you're emery Fine your grain board. sandpaper. It's so satisfying. I love it. Screws. Yep. Are the screws that attach the trucks to the deck.
0: Nuts. The nuts ensure that the wheels stay on the trucks. Widely spread
1: are lock nuts that do not loosen easily. So not lug nuts. Lock nuts. Which can be forgotten on your tires your of your tires. car and you almost die.
2: Can I? Yeah. When can I leave? You can't.
1: <laughs> if I have to be here, so do you.
2: And finally,
0: bushings. Fingerboard <laughs> trucks have two bushings. Where am I? Where am I pointing? I don't know. You that know that usually smooths out riding the board. Cheap plastic boards sometimes only have hard plastic bushings, which can break easily and make it harder to do certain tricks on the fingerboard.
1: I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. Mine is, mine's lasted a long time. Okay. And you use it every day. I do. Now, so this
0: thing became an outlet for kids who love skateboarding, but were either terrible at it or not allowed to participate in the actual sport or add other significant barriers to the sport, which include financial barriers like skateboarding. Broken feet, too. broken feet (laughs) Uh, I don't actually have a club foot but it's the only thing I know how to say in German but skateboarding the actual sport of skateboarding if you want like decent stuff is very expensive and then you need protective gear Mm -hmm. so you don't need a helmet and knee pads to put two fingers on a piece of plastic with wheels but folks got really fucking into it creating
2: little knuckle pads (laughs) Um, some people do that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding
0: tiny pairs of jeans this industry is fucking ludicrous i'm googling it it's absurd (laughs) i have some photos on the drive of like someone in little finger skate shoes
2: Oh, on a on knee a skateboard, for a finger- skating. Let's go! Oh my god, yep. there they are. <laughs> Get
0: some finger jankos.
2: Finger, finger jankos. jankos.
0: Yep, <laughs> yep. People would create complex finger tricks and finger skate parks out of household items, releasing videos that, by '90s standards, like went viral before viral was a household term.
1: I know what my next hyper focus is. Sorry, Duolingo. Enjoy it. <laughs> from theoutline.com,
0: quote, it would have been fair to assume that no real deal finger borders actually existed back in 99. <laughs> but looking back, it seems there was a genuine scene taking off right from the start. Within months of Tech decks landing on store shelves, the popular skate video series 411 Video Magazine put together called Fingers of Fury. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There which was I'm a surprise. I got that
0: name. Well, in ni- in the nineties, when YouTube was like barely a thing, this was a fifteen minute highlight video <laughs> of clips of finger skaters from Canada and France who somehow managed to master a number of like insanely complex fingerboard tricks using their own collections of ledges, rails, duct taped quarter quarter pipes, etc.
1: Someone literally like cons- built a skate park. Yes. Out of like, household items. Yep. And did a whole route, did videos. There's like a, like fi- like mini steps and like a mini railing and mini yep, landscaping. It's like a 200 to one scale. Yup. <laughs> oh skate park. Oh my yep. god.
0: You guys, Kenyon, you thought you were a tech deck person? You have oh god, no they're like idea mini baby. picnic
1: tables to do yep. tricks yep. off of. Can we call, call Kenyon a this. deckhead?
0: You're a deckhead I'm now. A total You're deckhead.
1: <laughs> Nowadays on YouTube,
0: Instagram, and Reddit, fingerboarders from around the globe post videos of themselves performing imaginative tricks. And if, Kenyon, you don't go down this path, I'm going to be deeply disappointed. Like, I am in. Disappointed. I mean, I, I don't want- really have
1: the coordination. It's going to take a lot of work. I want your
0: entire online presence to just be your home videos of you tech decking.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And getting
0: different outfits and learning different tricks.
2: Outfits for your fingers,
0: for your fingers. I might have in to redo Houston, my my board,
2: my
1: yeah. deck.
0: Yeah, definitely. you you might have, might have to. Have if that's a little time nail polish. Yeah, you got to put like Dolly Parton on there or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay, I'm in, in it. In Houston, now. one guy's rolling around in finger jeans and finger sneakers to the sound of Virginia hip hop duo Clips. <laughs> In Matosinos, Portugal, another guy pops a perfect kickflip to feeble grind on a metal rail in an outdoor finger skate park, <laughs> which I guess is just a table at a park with stuff on it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the, oh she dropped her tech deck. She dropped, dropped it. her tech oh, what an wow. am. Wow. I am what an so am. am. <laughs> <laughs> You've been tech decking for thirty years I'm Not years, even a goof or
2: whatever. Goof. Oh, you're okay. a goofy foot.
0: The best finger skaters show off their skills, but also their style shredding to soundtracks of indie music and underground hip hop. Just like in the classic skate videos from the 1990s. You know
1: who I bet was really into tech decks. Who? Kendall Roy. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousand percent.
0: Yeah. In Dracut, Massachusetts, the influential manufacturer and distributor Flatface fingerboards has a public fingerboard park. And hosts what it claims to be, quote, the biggest fingerboard event in the USA.
2: Prove <laughs> it!
0: Yep. So despite how much I fucking hate it, fingerboarding has blossomed into its own steadfast subculture. And even fucking professional
1: fingerboarding exists. What would you honestly do if a I left the does. podcast to become a professional fingerboarder? I'd let
2: you go. Bye. It's been fun. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> okay, We'd hire Scott in your place and pray
2: Shit.
0: that you had the best time. Shit. Good best of luck. <laughs> bye. Bye. RIP. Because if that's your course of action, so much more that's has gone wrong that it is not safe to keep you in the company. <laughs> You're, a Let's be honest. You're a liability.
2: You're a liability.
0: So this gentleman, Nash Keanu Jacques, a name that could only be associated with fingerboarding, <laughs>
2: Nash Keanu. launched his
0: own company. <laughs> In 2014, appropriately named, Sorry for Fingerboarding.
2: (laughs) He
1: made
0: fingerboards? I can't. Yes. He started a company called Sorry for Fingerboarding that was dedicated to fingerboarding.
2: The
1: the worst
0: part is the name. I love it. Fingerboards? Yeah. What else are you going to call it?
1: I don't know. Tech? Teching? No. Tech-decking? No, that's, that's proprietary. a company.
0: That's like saying Kleenex instead of tissue.
1: Mm-hmm. That ain't it. A lot of people say Kleenex. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. To be fair, Quote, though. To be fair, though.
0: Quote, since the company's inception, Jacquez and his team have hosted events throughout the West Coast to bring the fingerboarding community together, <laughs> regularly hosting sessions at First Fridays and Bixby Knolls, Events consist of boarding sessions with an option to compete with other fingerboarders. Aside from the street league format, which consists of a qualifier, semifinal, <laughs> quarterfinal, and a final, competitors are usually offered cash for their tricks in $5 increments.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. I Those might not who land, job. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Those who land impressive tricks can go home with up to $100, according to Jaques. Wow. Today, he is backed by German sponsor Black River and competes in faraway places like Berlin and Portugal. Mm. Fingerboarding.
2: Oh, my God. For a 100 can't. bucks a pop, max.
0: I mean, I have to imagine Maybe there I are other perks. Trip?
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: I don't know what he's up to. This is just the one that he does. He hosts this specific one that's in $5 increments. Got it. There's more money to be made, I think, in other uh, competitions. is there? Is there? <laughs> I, I mean, we'll get to it. Yes. Oh, no. In 2019, the Sorry team filmed a fingerboarding video at the Barracks, the Holy Grail private indoor skate park in LA. Can you imagine going to the Holy Grail private indoor skate park in LA to skateboard and some fucking <laughs> asshole is making Rented it out? Rented it out to make fingerboard videos. I Private event. Closed
1: for private event. Closed for a private event. Closed for a very
0: important <laughs> film. It's just Kenyon with two fingers.
1: Your two fingers, your pointer and your middle finger, are just insured. Yep. Oh, they're so really valuable. valuable. You
2: wear gloves.
1: It's like George Costanza.
2: In, he on does the hand modeling. Yeah, it's like moisturize. In
0: in, what's that? God damn it! The fucking Ben Stiller movie, Zoolander. (laughs) Zoolander, where what's his face from X Files has his hand in like the hyperbaric chamber.
1: um, Yeah, (laughs) but for tech decking for fingerboarding. But it's oh just God, your it's so two high. fingers. I couldn't
0: think of Zoolander. It's just two
2: fingers. <laughs> We're We're little just really old. Like right here. I can't think of anything I'm anymore. Both. <laughs> both. I am anyway. old. <laughs> it's a bad combo. <laughs> Still, one of Shaquez's favorite moments
0: as a professional fingerboarder was earning the top spot in May of 2021. So, roll recently, <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, at the
0: U.S. National no, Championship. Hosted it's like muscle memory. Hosted by USA Skateboarding, the governing body for skateboarding in the nation. The fingerboard industry is a capitalist hellscape with boards and custom sets to skate on, racking up costs in the hundreds of dollars. Such as a regular tech deck go for these days. I'm not sure. Again from TheOutline.com, quote, sitting at my computer, my pulse quickened at the thought of putting in an order for a proper custom fingerboard setup. Oh, wow. Uh tell me the prices these are impressive tell me okay so you're gonna rag
1: on me for my 300 hundred dollar clogs tell me how much your tech tech <laughs> bullshit costs all right <laughs> you let's tell see. me let's see oh this one's cute all right this oh. skate park features say da, da, it price msrp Truly doesn't even list a price which means That's you know how you can't it afford is. it Oh. It
0: means you can't
1: afford defo- oh, market fuck. price. I'm Google. Okay, me. never market mind. Price. This is like seventeen dollars, but I'll find.
2: <laughs> Still I'll find doesn't even list a, price. list a
1: price, which means you can't afford it.
0: Okay, <laughs> he goes on to say, I shopped around and settled on some black and gold BRTs, a green Philippines-inspired tribal mask deck oh, from no. uh, Cal- 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 decks. And chalky white oak wheels. Since I needed something to do tricks on, I also picked out a Black River Pocket Kicker Ramp. The grand total came to $169.50. Wow, for a custom setup. Mm -hmm. When I finally got my packages in the mail on a blazing summer day in August, the little black box holding my BRTs made clear what I was getting myself into. This is not a toy, read a warning label on the front.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm fo- I found um I found a custom whatever fingerboard for $138.
2: Oh my god.
1: Wow. This is bad. Why did I find this? Why yeah. did you reignite this in me? <laughs> I hate it. No, oh, no. It's horrible. I'm drawn to the Board. You're drawn to the boards, front <laughs> to the hogs.
0: So finger skateboards are not the only items like this on the market either. There's an entire line of finger snowboards, handboards, and surfboards, as well, if skating isn't your thing. Again, for Wikipedia, and this reads like a mad lib, so stay with me. Quote, similar to fingerboarding, finger snowboarding (laughs) is snowboarding on a small-scale snowboard controlled with one's fingers.
1: In December
0: 1999, (laughs) the first ever World Snowboard Finger Championships was held with a cash prize of $1,000. Instead of X Games, it's like Y Games. Finger Games. W-H-Y Games. Sending a picture to the chat,
1: to the clogs
0: chat. Sponsored by companies such as Gravity Fingerboards, Transworld Snowboarding and Snowboard Life magazines and others, the competition featured 20 competitors utilizing a custom fingerboard snowboard park.
2: Oh god.
0: Tom Sims, a world champion of snowboarding, ended his run of finger snowboarding, sorry, ended his run by landing his finger snowboard into a flaming shot glass of sambuca. <laughs> He was treated for minor burns and donated his winnings prize to Surfrider Foundation's Snow Rider Project and to Board Aid.
2: <laughs> his $80 winnings.
1: His $1,000 winnings. Oh my God. Yeah, which probably wow, eaten up is by that ER visit.
0: <laughs> very expensive looking fingerboard travel case. I like it's the
1: case. $189 fingerboard travel case. For just the case? I think so. Oh God! Or, and it doesn't include all of those. I, I think that's
0: for
2: that whole kit. Oh well, still there's a tiny little secondary case for all of your bushings and whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: when you need to take your even smaller, your more
0: your sleeker size carrying case the zipper
2: is as when long this
0: one's as too the bulky. Case.
1: The carabiner most I can't. expensive fingerboard. Great. <laughs> And like any popular
0: trend, there is controversy. From skateboarding.com, quote, should this burgeoning market be considered part of the skateboard industry or does it service an entirely different market? Is a toy skateboard a toy or a skateboard or is it both? Does it matter? Well, it does matter to some. Quote, we need to embrace the possibilities of spreading the gospel of skateboarding, says Todd Swank, who had licensed many of his Tomito brand graphics for X Concepts Tech Decks. Swank sees the mini skateboards as a marketing tool to help excite young, young kids about skateboarding, not just a mere accessory. The idea is that a small kid would see this little skateboard and they are cool, like little things. And they'd see our graphics and be inspired to go get our skateboards, mm-hmm. he says. It's the brands we're trying to get out there. But others disagree. Al Hillenbrand, of phase two in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, doesn't believe there is a relationship between fingerboard sales and skateboard sales. (laughs) Quote, I can't see a kid deciding to skateboard because of the toy. Maybe one out of 10, but I don't think even that many. With that age group, the world industries and blind graphics have the demographic already. But for skateboards, our best selling skateboards are Element and Black Label. Not everyone agrees it's a good idea to market skateboarding to the mainstream.
2: It's Mm. not like the kids are unaware of skateboarding if they find a tech deck, a fingers board.
0: They're fully unaware. They've never seen it. I'd
2: have to see the analytics.
0: Keith Cochran of Think
2: Skateboards
0: uh, makes the super mini board, which is nearly identical in quality and design to tech decks, but sports a blurb in the upper corner of the packaging, declaring available only through authorized skateboard dealers. Yeah. Cochran's idea is to market to skateboarders and not to the typical little kid that oh. he says will never understand skateboarding. <laughs> Quote, we've all built our businesses on hardcore skate shops. It's never been about the mall store or the sporting goods store.
1: Or it's stealing been with- it from Black Blow in yeah. seventh grade
0: science class. Exactly. It's been with the hardcore shops that got us here and now we're going to turn around and stab them in the back? people get so upset I cannot believe how stupid this is okay I'm gonna wrap this up now I'll close out with an in-depth tutorial of some common fingerboard tricks so that you too could make a thousand dollars doing something dumb alright
2: Kenyon this is your moment I'm gonna practice your moment to
0: shine we're gonna start with the ollie the most basic trick in fingerboarding which I've almost mastered it can be to do it, Ollie, place your front finger on the center of the board and your back finger just behind the trucks. Mm-hmm. Bend your knuckles, your knuckle knees, and pull straight up, like with some oomph, using your back finger to push the board off the ground. As you jump, snap your wrist to make the deck pop in the air.
1: When oh, it reaches I did it. its
0: peak, I bet you did. <laughs> level out your fingers and
2: land. Here, I'm using this matchbook. Right. <laughs> Next it. up, I did it too. It. <laughs> Next up is the pop shove it.
0: <laughs> this trick is similar to an ollie, but instead of snapping your wrists when you jump, you will use them to flick the deck sideways as it leaves the ground. This will cause the deck to spin
1: in midair before you land. Back oh yeah, on that's it. my the only one that I ever knew how to do. Yeah, yeah, I can do. Yeah, that. got it. The kickflip. To do a
0: kickflip, flip, kickflip. Start in the same stance you would for an ollie. When you jump, use your back finger to kick the front of the deck, flipping it up and over as it comes around to level out your fingers and land. I don't even fucking know. (laughs) And then there's the 540 shove it and the 900 shove it.
1: Those sound like lots of
0: spins. Exactly. So the 540, it's the same. You start in an ollie. When you jump, use your wrist to flick the deck 540 degrees around that's hard and in the 900 you do 900 degrees and that's it for me <laughs>
1: i'm gonna go drink bleach <laughs> that's it for all Bye. of us i'm gonna go buy this santa cruz skateboard winkowski dope planet vx independent trucks slime balls wheels for $154.95 oh. on sale from one might be a better investment. Thank you to Kayla and Andy. <laughs> I think we'll
2: see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>